0: It's Friday afternoon, and I took the day off from work, okay? And we have off on Monday. That's a four-day weekend. This is Storytime with Dave. I am your host, Dave. Thanks for joining us today. We here at Storytime with Dave really appreciate your listenership, okay? Good. Good. What did I just do? I made lunch, okay? And and what did I eat for lunch, you wonder? Th- this is a... Are you even interested? I mean, this is not a good opening. We're off to a bad start. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. This is what I ate. I, I, have, I went to... Listen to this. I go to Whole Foods the other day, and what do I see? Croissant... Bread. Okay. It's like a big loaf of croissant. It's one of man's greatest inventions. It's one of the greatest inventions I've ever encountered. Whether in the realm of food or otherwise, it's absolutely brilliant and it's so delicious. And so, what do I do? Okay. I grab my, my cat. Um, no, I didn't do the cast iron. I grab my carbon steel pan. You know, if you're still using those non-stick pans, uh, I don't don't even know where to begin with you. You know nothing about how to cook, okay? I've only been cooking for like a year and a half, and I already know more than you. Why are you using one of those non-stick pans? First of all, they've got weird chemicals in them, okay? And second of all, they don't get hot enough. They don't get that hot. That's the problem with them. What you want is a stainless steel pan or a cast iron or a carbon steel pan. You know, the one that I got was like $50, but it was worth every penny. It's a 10 inch and it's it's just great for everything. See, carbon steel is lighter than a cast iron pan. I have a big cast iron pan, but it weighs, it weighs like 15 pounds. It's ridiculous. If someone ever broke into my house, I would hit them with it and I might kill them. And then I'd have to live with that. Right? So you get a cast iron pan because that won't be fatal. You get a cast iron pan for defense you're able to to wield it more uh, effectively. It's like you ever play a video game like where you can become over encumbered. You ever play like Dark Souls and your vitality points. You don't spend enough points in vitality and you put on heavy armor and now you can't roll so fast. That's the cast iron pan. It's like you're using armor that's too heavy. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how strong you are. That cast iron pan is heavy to everyone it doesn't matter. You could be one of those guys who who pulls trucks. You know what I'm talking about? They put that like they chain themselves to a truck and then they walk and they pull the truck. That guy would pick up my cast iron pan and he'd be like, "This is a heavy pan." But they're usually like from the Netherlands or something. I've always I've noticed that a lot of those guys are like from European nations where they'd have cool accents. But he'd be like, this is a heavy pan. That <laughs> was that? I was like, Indian? This is a heavy pan. This is a heavy pan. In India, we do not have pants In India, we do not have pants But this seems like a heavy pan. This seems like a heavy pan. We do not have pants so I do not know much about pants I'm sure they have pants in India. I've never been. It's a heavy pan, dude. So if you want to be not over encumbered, I mean, look, let's be honest. The carbon steel pan is pretty heavy for a pan. Okay. But I could swing it more easily. So if like the homeless guy who's always yelling, Daniel, do you guys know him? If you live in Hoboken, you probably know this guy. He's always yelling, Daniel. So if Daniel guy, if Daniel homeless guy, ever breaks into my house, he's pretty harmless, but let's say he was violent. I would use the cast iron. No, 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 no. I would use the carbon steel pan because I don't want to kill Daniel guy. I just want to knock him out, call the police, get them there. They can help me deal with the situation. Wait a second. I don't believe in the police. Remember, I just drag him out and leave him on my stoop until he woke up and then he continue on his merry way. I don't want to get the police involved. Daniel guy deserves better than that. I'm not just going to hand him over to the authorities. I'm not like that. Um, oh, we'll talk about something that just made me think about that. So I grab my carbon steel pan. I heat it up. I put a little butter on it. Okay. Step one. That's just the first round of butter. That's for the croissant bread. We're toasting the croissant bread on the pan. We're giving it a nice light sear on each side of the croissant bread so there's a little crunch to it. And it's just going to get that... It's just going to soak up that butter. And these are already croissants that are made with butter. What you need to understand is that butter is the entryway into the world of deliciousness. There is no deliciousness without butter and you might think oh, i i use avac but i use avocado oil don't even speak to me like that don't even speak to me like that if you're not using butter then you're not really cooking like people are don't enjoy your food so step one you're going to toast that this is what i did those croissants were just looking beautiful like a golden brown oh my gosh and just all greasy with that with that butter in, in, a, in the best way. Then I take the burger, but what do I do first? I put more butter in the pan. Okay, I take the burger, I put the burger on there. What are we doing with the burger? Oh, Dave, I bet you're probably spicing it up. I bet you're probably throwing in all types of spices. No, I used to do that before I knew. You don't do that, man. It doesn't mean you don't spice. Look, if you're making chicken thighs, spice them by all means. Salt, pepper, garlic powder, smoked paprika. Go crazy. Have fun. That's chicken. That's different. We're talking about beef. We're talking about ground beef. We're talking about burgers. Do you like the taste of beef? Me too. Okay. And that's enough. That's what I want it to taste like. I want my burger to taste like meat. So all we're going to do is we're going to salt either side, both sides, not either. We're going to salt both sides with some, uh, with some Himalayan, some pink Himalayan salt. It doesn't really matter. You can use whatever salt. And then we're going to cook it on the outside. Don't mix in the salt with the burger don't do that on the outside and then we cook it in the butter we cook it on medium high heat because we want to develop a char we want to develop a char on the outside of that burger the burger itself will become almost crispy on the outside oh we finish it off we finish it off we, we put a slice of cheddar cheese Today it was white cheddar cheese, aged, extra sharp. We put the slice on top. We grab a lid of some sort, something where we can contain steam. Okay? And we take a tablespoon and we put water in the tablespoon. And we bam, and we tsss. We put water in a tablespoon. We've got the tablespoon in our right hand. We've got the lid in our left hand. The burger is on the carbon steel pan, we've just placed the slice of cheese on it. And now we, tss, we bam, we throw all in one fluid motion. We throw the tablespoon of water. As that water hits the hot pan, it immediately generates steam coming off of the pan. And then we lid that bitch. We lid that bitch. We put something on top. So now the burger is covered in a dome and the steam is captured. What is the steam going to do? It's going to melt the fuck out of that cheese. And, you know, I said cheddar. Cheddar is not a cheese that melts easily. No, well, you've never seen cheddar get steamed then because steam will melt any cheese quite sufficiently. (laughs) And so that's what we do And then I just put a little ketchup on it As far as the dressings go That's up to you That's where you can have fun And go a little crazy And that's fine But that's all we're gonna do And then we put it on the croissant bread Oh It was so good Fuck It was so good God damn it It was so good Oh, my God. And that's uh cooking lesson. So that's a little different. Isn't it? The house is empty and I don't know for how long. And I have to go soon because I'm going to go do comedy because there were all these new jokes and they're good. Here's one of them. No, I won't tell you the joke. Well, it's a whole joke, but the way I get into it is like, you remember how that building fell? You guys know about that building that fell in Florida? You heard about that? By the way, I don't know. Whenever I see a building fall, I'm like, that's got CIA written all over it. I don't care where it is or why the building fell, even if there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for it. I'm like, that's just convenient for the CIA. I always think there's something afoot when I see a building fall. out. But anyway, um, it's like I just saw a headline and it, it said four dead, 150 missing. And I thought to myself, I think I know where they are. Am I right, guys, or am I right? See, they're probably in the rubble and debris. And they're probably also, unfortunately, deceased. So, um, you know, that joke just goes on from there. It's got, I got a bunch of tags for it. It's like, I turned it into like a fucking, I turned it into like a fucking five minute joke. It's great. Things are really good, man. You know, on Sunday, I won't have drank for seven weeks, which is a while. And that's pretty good. And it feels good still. And I always just remind myself how much better this is than before. That's a good key to keeping it going, to keeping it moving. You always remember that last day before you decided. When you finally decided it's time to stop. Never forget what that day was like. You always remember that day. So that when you wake up in your newly sober mind state, even if you're not having the best day, because there will be days that aren't that great. And that's okay. That's just life. But even on those days when you don't feel that great, you think back to that one day that prompted you to become sober and you go, this day is a thousand times better than that day, even if this day isn't that great. It's only not that great by sober standards. But in the sober world, nearly every day is at least good. You feel good. You know, did I say this on the last podcast? Like I'm a young man. And now that I'm sober, I just lose weight very easily. I go to the gym all the time. And I can't believe there are sober dudes my age, 28, who are obese. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Your body will do the work for for you. They're eating too many polyunsaturated fatty acids. That's the problem. I got to have Rachel back on the podcast because even though she's a fetal alcohol baby, she knows a lot about nutrition and she'd be able to give us some insights I'm going to allow her to explain it to you because it turns out that butter, I remember earlier when I was talking about all the butter and you guys were sitting there and you're like, but that's so unhealthy. No, it's not. Okay. And you're, you're going to learn, you're going to learn from uh, someone who knows more than you on the topic. Okay. So stop eating vegetable oils, sip of water. Um, You know, they're doing this Delta variant thing. Have you guys been seeing that? They're doing this Delta variant thing. And now we need to be more concerned, seemingly, than even the original virus now. We have to be more worried. Even if you're vaccinated, you have to be wearing a mask indoors still. I mean, it is so ridiculous. I actually, for the first time, this finally happened. It was yesterday, and I went to get on the train. And it was busy, and I was coming back home. No, I was going to Jersey City. And the train, because it was like 6.30, 6.45, was pretty packed. And I just went on there without my mask, and I just had my music playing. And I said, fuck these people. You know, if you want me to put my mask on, just maybe maybe just keep it to yourself or kill yourself. No, I shouldn't say that. Just leave me alone. And I went on and everyone in the train had a mask on, except for me. This is often the case when I'm on public transportation. People are very obedient. Yes, government, it's just a mask, I don't mind. It's just a lockdown, I don't mind. It's just my wife getting train run upon by 11 men. It's just my wife getting railed out by 11 dudes. What's the big deal? It's just a mask. So I didn't have my mask on and I went on the train and one, a a young man, similar to my age, seemingly, perhaps in his 30s, perhaps in his early 30s, it was hard to tell. He saw me and he took his mask off. And we didn't even acknowledge each other, but I know that he saw me with my mask on because he had his mask on. And the next thing you know, I was looking down at my phone and I looked back up and there he was with no mask on. See, you can make a difference with a little bit of bravery. Just be a little bit brave and say, fuck these people. I don't give a shit. Especially if you got the vaccine. I mean, I obviously didn't because I know better. But if you're someone who did, You of all people should just be livid when you get on the train and you see all these obedient slaves wearing their masks. You should be more mad than I because you voluntarily got sick. You voluntarily became part of an experiment. And so you of all people should get on that train and go, I got the vaccine. Fuck this noise. I'm not wearing a goddamn mask. That should be you. But it seems like the vaccinated are more likely to continue to comply, to continue to be obedient, to continue to let their wives get fucked by other men. It seems like they are more likely to engage in that kind of behavior. And it sickens me. No, it doesn't sicken me, but it makes me, I just go, guys, take what is yours, your breath. Hold on, my my roommate just just texted me. I'm gonna go. I'm about to leave to the city. Did you leave yet? No, not yet. I'm doing a podcast. Well, then I won't. It won't be much longer. You know, that's all I'm saying is like you as the vaccinated, you need to be more. You need to be more. You know, uh, you got to be doing what I'm doing. I can't be doing this alone. And especially, you have that ultimate excuse that I do not have. I could go around lying to people, but I'd rather not lie. I want to be a man of truth. I'm trying to be a man of truth. I'm trying to be honest and tell the truth. So I don't want to have to deliberately go out of my way to lie. Now, if things were to, like, let's say my job, like, Okay, no, hang on. I'm not going to say that. No, guys, I got the vaccine. This is a comedy podcast, remember? Everything I'm saying is inadmissible in court. So whatever I'm saying is a joke. Obviously, I got the vaccine. Oh, wait, is that a joke? I don't know. What is the reality of what I'm saying? It's a comedy podcast. I have it listed as such. It is categorized as such. And so you cannot hold anything I say against me. Now, let's say hypothetically as a joke, if my job was going to come after me and say, Dave, why did you not answer the question? Why did you not voluntarily answer the question? Because did I tell you guys about that? My job sent out this thing. This is a, just a joke. I'm doing a bit right now. It's a comedy podcast. My, my job that is not real because this is a joke and I'm doing a bit right now. My not real bit job they sent out this like memo and they're like, you can voluntarily answer yes, that you have received the vaccine. And then you don't have to wear the mask at work anymore. And so what did I do in this joke scenario? That's not real. It's a comedy podcast. I didn't answer and yet I'd stopped wearing the mask at work. And, you know, even to begin with, I never, I never covered my nose. My nose was always free. My mouth was not always free, but my nose was always free. My nose has been free since the very beginning. I don't cover my nose. My nose deserves better than that. So anyway, they sent out this thing. It's like voluntarily answer because they can't force you to because that would go against like HIPAA laws or whatever. So, they, they have to make it voluntary, but I just didn't answer them. Let's say, hypothetically, in this joke scenario, because everything I'm saying is a joke because it's a comedy podcast, TJ was going to ask me to bring something, but he said, never mind. See, that's why he asked me if I'd left yet. I kind of figured. Hold on, a sip of water. Let's say my job made this a problem. And someone came up to me and said, like maybe a superior, like a boss of mine came up to me and said, hey, you never answered the question. Why aren't you wearing a mask? In that case, I would say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. And then I would go and I would lie. This is a joke. This is a comedy podcast. I would go and lie and say, yes, I got the vaccine because they can't verify that. They're not allowed to. That's private health information. So in this joke, I would lie. Now, you're, you guys are out there and some of you are vaccinated. You need to stop wearing the mask in public. I don't care if you're on the bus or on the train. I don't care if there's a lot of people around you. You have to start not wearing the mask because if people got a problem with you, you go, hey, buddy, Pfizer. Hey, buddy, Moderna. I got the vaccine. I'm not wearing the goddamn mask. Now is your time. You get to be, you get to swing around your big vaccinated dick now, okay? You get to swing that around in people's faces. It's your time. So you should be doing that. Don't let me do this on my own. My lone unvaccinated self, I have to take on everyone alone? Why are you making me do that? You're leaving me on this island. It's fine. It's really not a big deal. No one says anything. And this is in New York City of all places, goddammit. And no one says shit. And if they're not going to say shit in New York City, then they won't say shit anywhere except probably Canada. And you might get arrested in England. But besides that, we live in America. Okay? And we still have like eight freedoms. We're still free to do like eight things. Okay? Just come on. Don't leave me alone on this. I'm trying to inspire you. I'm trying to inspire other people. I'm trying to get people to take the mask off like that guy on the train who saw me and was inspired. I'm trying to do that kind of thing. I'm carrying myself with confidence. I walk with a purpose. Okay? You need to do the same. You need to walk with purpose onto that train unmasked. And if people got a problem with it, you say, hey, I'm vaccinated. So why don't you shut the fuck up, bitch? Or you say, hey, are you vaccinated? And if they say yes, be like, oh, I didn't realize that one of the side effects is not minding your own business. Now shut the fuck up and leave me alone. You don't even have to say that. You could just. There's so many things to do. You could laugh at them. That's funny. If people say, hey, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. You could just kind of laugh to yourself and ignore them. That's a fun one. Don't you think that would be fun? Wouldn't that make you feel good? Or you could just say, no, thanks. I'm vaccinated. That's all you have to say. Or you could say nothing. You don't even have to do the laugh. You could just completely ignore them. Put your headphones in. Listen. Get on the train. No mask. Headphones in. Don't listen to anyone. Look at your phone. But we got to start doing this because the more people who do this, the more other people are going to see that and be like, hey, that guy's not wearing a mask. Fuck this. I'm not wearing a mask either. You have to do it. Now, here's what they're doing. Listen, this is the last thing I'll do. And then I'll go. By the way, did you see that shit on Facebook? Facebook is sending people warnings. You may have been exposed to dangerous extreme information. Would you like support? Or it's like, does anyone you know? This is such conditioning. Does anyone you know? Is anyone you know at risk of becoming an extremist? That's just Facebook being like, hey, we want to normalize you ratting on your friends and neighbors and family. We want to normalize that. By the way, where do extremists meet up and discuss their ideas? Facebook. Yeah, so the irony of Facebook and this initiative is obscene. It's it's just so dumb. Okay, so listen, man, if you're vaccinated, I need you now more than ever. And I know they put things in the vaccine that make you more obedient. I know they put things in the vaccine that make you more easily manipulated. They make you more compliant, more willing to say, yes, government. Yes, whatever you ask. Yes. Yes, I will let my wife get fucked by 11 other guys. Yes. I know that all of that is in the vaccine, but you need to resist. Hear me now. Okay. Snap out of it. Please. You did this for a reason. You got injected with that experimental vaccine for a reason, okay, to take off the mask. That was one of the reasons for all of us, even if you claim that it was not. You know, maybe you're a hero and you were doing it to save grandmas everywhere. Well, fine, but you also don't like the mask. Let's be honest. Even ugly people don't like the masks, okay? The only people who say they like the masks are people who are trying to morally posture themselves above others asserting their moral superiority over other people and saying, I actually like the mask. No, you don't. No one does. But you're saying that so you can be better than other people. Okay? So I'm talking to you. Yes, you. Even though you're not listening to this podcast. Because only people who agree with me generally listen to this podcast. But I know some of you are definitely vaccinated and now is your time to shine. Start swinging that vaccinated dick around. Stop wearing the mask. I don't care where you are. I'm taking a sip of water, but think about what I've said. Here's the last thing I'll say. The Delta variant, this is what they're doing. It all clicked. See, first of all, I felt like at first it was just an extension. Maybe potentially more lockdowns. Get the mask back on your face. Now, in other countries, they are doing that. But in the United States, it appears to be a bit different. I don't think they're going to reinstate lockdowns, even maybe in California. I don't think they're going to do it, even though they have put the mask mandate back or whatever it is, if it's a guideline or a recommendation, whatever. But they put that back. But I saw this uh, news story the other day, and it was saying that um, people... With natural immunity, it doesn't appear to be effective against the Delta variant, even though the Delta variant is nearly identical. When people say variant, they they really don't realize. You got to look up Michael Yeadon, who used to be like the CEO of Pfizer, right? It's Pfizer, isn't it? I think he used to be the CEO of Pfizer. He was like a big, he was a big dog at Pfizer, but now I guess he's older and less corrupt and he's retired. So he is speaking out about this stuff and I... Appreciate him for that. But he was talking about the variants. He's like, people need to understand these variants are very, 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 very slightly different. They're extremely pretty much the same. So, but what they were saying on this news report was natural immunity doesn't appear to be effective against the Delta variant. However, vaccine immunity appears to be effective against the Delta variant. There you go. That's the entire story. That's all you need to know. This is just more incentivizing coercion, manipulation, propaganda in order to get people to get the vaccine who are still hesitant. Because now they go, now you're even more likely to die. Why haven't you gotten the vaccine? Don't you care? So that's what they're doing. That's the whole reason for the Delta variant. It's just to get more people to get the vaccine. You're not at more risk. You're not going to get sick. Take your vitamin C, take your zinc, take your vitamin D. That's all you have to do. You'll be completely fine. You'll never get sick again, probably. Think good thoughts. Be positive. Help people. That will literally prevent you from getting sick. Being nice and smiling at people, I swear. You feel under the weather, smile at someone. And they'll smile back. And you'll feel a little bit better. And it will literally boost your immune system. I'm not even bullshitting. I mean, I'm kind of making this up, but... I think it's true based on no evidence, but you know, I, I think a lot of things based on limited evidence and so do you because you think government evidence is legitimate and you know, you're just so stupid, man. Sorry. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to snap at you, not you, you know who I'm talking about. You know, these people, okay. I know it's not you because you're listening to my podcast. Like I said. If you were one of those people, you would have stopped listening years ago. I don't even know how long I've been doing this podcast for. Maybe like, did I say podcast? Maybe like two and a half or three years, something like that. Listen, we did 30 minutes. I mean, look, hey, you know, the, the... uh there's still no one here it's empty in my apartment this is good we were able to get just a little 30 minutes in I mean if another opportunity presents itself this weekend I will do another episode I know I didn't discuss too much here I did that you remember when I did that thing with, with the Indian guy in the Indian accent I thought that was pretty funny Did we all have fun during that good I'm glad we established that I think that was pretty funny I told you about my new joke four dead 150 missing I think I know where they are. That was pretty funny. I think we all had a lot of fun with that. I told you about the Delta variant and what it's really about. So you got a little bit more informed and you can see what's going on. You can see the narrative, the agenda. I'm helping you out with that as well. So this wasn't, this wasn't so bad. All things considered, this was pretty good. And I'm going to go post it and then I'm going to go tell some jokes at, at some open mics and we'll see how those go. And I, I just know they're going to go great. Okay. And whatever you're going to do later today, after you listen to this and I don't care if it's today or tomorrow or next week, or maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's the year 2037 and you know, I'm, and I'm uh, 44 years old. Maybe you're listening to my 28 year old version of myself right here. This is me. Well, whatever time it is, I I think whatever you're about to do is is going to also be great. Okay, and you're going to have a lot of fun, even if you're going to even if you're going to break into someone's house and get hit over the head with a carbon steel pan. You won't get killed. You'll just get knocked out. The guy will probably just drag you out onto the stoop and he won't call the cops on you. All right, thanks. I love you as always. Goodbye.